This is The Blueprint, brought to you by Executive Platforms. Hello again, everyone. You're listening to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint podcast series. My name is Jeff Mix. I'm head of content and research. My guest today is Dr. Benham Bagbad-Durrani. He is with Lonza Group, and we're going to have a fantastic conversation, I hope, about cell and gene therapy, how Lonza is helping the industry move the ball forward. Um, I'm really excited for this. Uh, Benham, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks for the opportunity. Just before we get too far into it, I understand Lonza has some exciting news, and uh, maybe we can talk about that at the top. Yes, certainly it is exciting moment to be with cell and gene therapies and working in this space to bring innovative uh, treatments and solutions for large number of patients. We've been very active in this industry with a large number of clinical and commercial customers that have been focusing on bringing cell and gene therapies, autologous allogeny and gene therapies for the patients. Therefore, we have recently announced that we would like to extend and expand our focus in an effort to help our customers with clinical and commercial manufacturing of their product. Hence, we are actually excited to announce that we have expanded our development capabilities across our Lanza network. This is in our Houston facility, focusing on cell and gene therapy development, Uh, almost doubling the size of our development labs, adding 15,000 square feet of new lab um, um, uh, lab footprint to offer our customers, as well as doubling the size of our labs in our Netherlands facility, Netherlands when when we can offer process development and analytical development. Also, um, uh, recently we've added our Siena, uh, facility where we focus on, the, on, on development of exosome applications. So all in all, we are very excited to say that we believe that development, including process development and analytical methods, are critical in order to offer cell and gene therapies as uh, solutions for the customers. And therefore, this expansion comes with the effort to help our customers to move from clinical applications all the way to commercial applications. Okay, well, that is exciting news, and I want to talk about commercialization. Um, Why don't we talk about some of the key challenges that uh, companies are facing as they work to commercialize cell and gene therapies? Yeah, so definitely uh, there are a wide range of uh, challenges that one could highlight when it comes to cell and gene therapies. Perhaps from a CDMO perspective, some of the challenges are essentially involved with the, with the timeline, timeline to bring the therapies to the, to the patients and move from early development phase, from clinical all the way to, to commercial. Uh, so there is an, 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 an understanding that there needs to be uh, some expedited timeline. Now, uh, with expedition of the time, there come some challenges, uh, manufacturing challenges that needs to be needs to be addressed to make sure that the the quality and safety of the products are not compromised, uh, as well as some technical challenges for, with, with respect to the applications that are involved in cell and gene therapies. For example, for autologous and allogeneic applications, there uh, definitely there is a need to focus on 
on a scaling out or a scale up. Uh, and then essentially the, the question is, do we have all the tools? Do we have all the technologies available? And then from, from our perspective, uh, we feel that the pace of development of new technologies are not probably in sync with the, the way and the how fast we would like to move cell and gene therapies for the patients. Obviously, there are, there are challenges associated with making cell and gene therapies more affordable for a, right, for a wide range of patients. Therefore, the need for automation and in including new technologies to make these therapies more affordable, perhaps a little bit deep dive in the technical side, uh, the need for robust and reliable um, analytics and assays that are coming to the surface, and all in all, we see that um, there is a wide range of challenges from CDMO perspective that requires very specific focus that we will be talking about. And we hope that Lanza can use the toolbox that we have based on the network of CDMO that we have established based on our experience. We can bring some solutions to address these challenges. I would love for you to expand a little bit on some of the appropriate process developments that can address some of the challenges that you've mentioned. Yeah, so we fundamentally, we believe that process development, and when we say process development, we actually um, mean focusing on the uh, development and optimization of a process that meets the GMP design consideration. And this could include also developing appropriate assays and analytics. They are, these are very important uh, essentially the cornerstone of developing uh, a successful and commercially viable cell and gene therapies. Uh, we have uh, extensive experience in this space, more than 10 years of experience with development and optimization of cell and gene therapies, autologous allogeneic applications, viral vector gene therapies, and recently adding exosome development services. We focus on a phase appropriate uh, streamlined uh, development services where we focus on early on for clinical manufacturing on using the um, processes and technologies as far as the, um, the process and analytics are concerned that can take us eventually into a, a commercialization and essentially they are commercially viable solutions. So essentially focusing on some technologies such as uh, automated 3D computer-controlled bioreactors and incorporating them into the process as early as possible. Also, making sure that when it comes to the assays and analytics that we use in the process, they are robust and reliable. They can be validated later on as we move the therapies from clinical to commercial. Also, making um, um, early considerations of um, uh, quality aspects of the, of the products. What are the relationships? What are the potential uh, critical process parameters and critical that are related to critical quality attributes? And make sure that we can measure those um, parameters and related quality attributes early on and then have build a history of data that later on can be used to make appropriate decisions as we move the therapies from clinical to commercial. And later on, when we go into the commercial, we essentially we've established um, a step-by-step -step commercialization readiness that is basically focused on um, very well-defined 
um, um, failure mode and effect analysis, FMEA uh, analysis, utilizing the data that is existing and helping our customers with commercialization readiness, including process characterization, and then helping further the customers to make sure that we, are, we have appropriate approach towards the process validation and launching the commercial product. It certainly sounds like Lonza is covering everything from A to Z. Uh, but I do want to take a minute and, and slow down and actually talk about what the working relationship looks like. When is the right time for a, a company to partner with Lonza? Of the other options that are out there, what makes Lonza a leader in this space? Can, can you sort of walk us through that side of it? Thank you for the question. I think it's really important for our customers to understand how and when they can engage in um, this partnership and relationship with Lonza. I would like to start with that. Um, essentially, we would love to be able to help our customers at very early on during the development phase, starting to help them develop appropriate clinical manufacturing process. That then we could also collect the data, manufacture their products, and then help them towards the commercialization. So ideally, from our perspective, as, long, uh, as soon as our customers or um, they are confident that they, they would like to move into clinical and commercial, they can start working with us. And this work actually starts in development in PD. We could help our customers with um, a proof of concept um, process or a fairly robust process that is already they have established and transferring to Lonza. And then it would require our support to make it more compliant with GMP. What that means is that we could have customers that come with Lanza and they rely on our expertise with just helping them um, from proof of concept perspective, then further expanding on it and then making or developing a process that meets the GMP design consideration. So this relationship can start very early on uh, prior to clinical manufacturing of their product. And then we would help them to essentially develop the right process, implement analytics, and then transfer this process into manufacturing. We will be engaged with the customer and support them throughout the product lifecycle during the transfer and also clinical. And then we would also help them to build the data, build the essentially all the information that they need prior to a start of commercialization readiness campaign and work with the commercialization. There might be customers who have established their process or they have already completed the clinical manufacturing externally. They could still work with Lanza. We would actually, we would be very happy to take on their process, work with them to make sure that the process meets the commercially viable um, requirements of a process and then essentially we will in this journey we will utilize risk assessment what we call manufacturability assessment to properly evaluate their process and analytics make sure that the and all components of raw materials process equipment technology assays and analytics they are properly evaluated they are phase appropriate depending on the phase that they would like to use the product and then essentially make sure that the technology included is <clears throat> has a commercially viable um, path uh, because eventually the, the end goal is to make sure that this product get, gets launched at the commercial level. 
So essentially, our journey could start anywhere uh, from early phase development all the way to commercialization readiness. When companies are, are choosing a partner in this space, what sets Lonza aside from some of the other options? So we believe that um, this is truly a partnership. Um, obviously, we are a CDMO business. We have um, extensive experience when it comes to development and manufacturing of all different biological products. And when it comes to cell and gene therapies, we are tapping into that experience. Also, it is important to note that we feel that we have to bring solutions to the customer. So building this relationship is critical for us. We, we create success by essentially offering appropriate solutions to our customers and making them successful so they can rely on our expertise, on extensive expertise that we have established when it comes to different modalities. So partnership and collaboration is what the customers should, ex uh, should expect from us on top of the quality system that Lanza brings to the table. I would like to say that actually also <clears throat> critical thinking and innovative thinking to make sure that the technologies that are incorporated into their process or analytics have a path to commercialization should be expectation of our customers from Alonzo. We are fairly confident that we have extensive experience and we can essentially de-risk their manufacturing. We can make sure that their process and, and manufacturing process and application has a commercially uh, commercial uh, commercialization path and is commercially viable. So essentially we are with the customer in this journey from early on to the late stage and flexibility is what we, what, what we offer to our customers. We can have our customers work with us in our development labs. We can also send our scientists to the customer labs and make sure that the transfer of their existing technologies and process is seamless and doesn't, um, doesn't have any challenges. So uh, if, if I have to essentially summarize this, Lanza quality system, extensive ex experience and expertise that we have as far as process development and assay development is concerned, innovation that is essential for cell and gene therapies in order to make it commercially viable, flexibility and partnership and collaboration. I know at the very top, we talked about your exciting news, the, the expansion of the lab facilities in Houston and the Netherlands and, and some new facilities as well. I know Lonza is growing in some other ways. I'd be interested in uh, hearing more about your, your people, some new publications, new technologies and applications. Uh, what else is new and what else is going on with you guys? Yeah, that's uh, actually area that I often get excited when it comes to talking about our expansion and building and expanding our expertise. First of all, let me ex explain, um, uh, start with this, that people and ex ex experience and a skill set that we have is essentially um, is, is critical and is the key highlight of our development service offering. We, we are fortunate to have more than hundreds of scientists and experts who have a lot of experience when it comes to bioprocessing, development of assays, development of the processes and commercialization, process characterization, 
and developing new uh, biological, um, essentially biological applications based on the conceptual design. So um, we are very fortunate to also say that we are extending and expanding this service offering into new modalities, new cutting edge applications. Exosome is essentially an area that we have heavily focused on. So our people really make difference when it comes to um, making cell and gene therapies available and affordable for large number of patients. We are also fortunate to have incorporated um, a wide range of technologies, essentially new technologies or more traditional technologies, any type of, almost any type of technologies that one could imagine for different modalities, we have built into our platform offering into our state-of-the-art facilities. And of course, um, with the recent news that we are expanding our capabilities, what we would like to offer to our customers is that we would like to make sure that the, the knowledge, facility, and technology is no longer limitation for our customers. We can uh, essentially work with a wide range of customers, clinical and commercial, um, com commercial customers, and make sure that we can help their need, we can offer phase-appropriate services for them. Lastly, I, I would like to also highlight that we believe that also communication and collaboration with the field and industry is, is critical. We, obviously, there is a business focus, but we need to communicate with each other, CDMOs, customers, sponsors, and regulatory agencies. We need to be able to share some of our learnings and experience in the industry through webinars, conferences, and meetings. We've been actually very active in that space when it comes to webinars and conferences, but we've been also very active when it comes to peer review publications. We have a long list of publications when it comes to development of uh, processes, assays, and analytics, uh, uh, focusing on a wide range of topics, automation, scale-up challenges, and how we can address scale-up challenges, robustness of assays, the choice of assays, long-term, essentially long-term characterization, stability studies. These are some of the topics that in this industry, everybody is looking for answer. We are very fortunate to have shared our experience with these peer-reviewed publications. They are available for our customers, sponsors, and also even our competitors to take a look because we really believe that in order to make cell and gene therapies um, um, viable options and solution and affordable for large number of patients, we need to talk to each other. We need to communicate. Of course, we need to have the right framework and, and setting, but we are fully committed to essentially industrialize cell and gene therapies. And that's the vision that we have for this for this field, and we, we thrive on sharing information and expertise that we have to make it happen. You know, we've covered a lot of material here. Before I let you go, we've mentioned a couple times making this affordable for large numbers of people. I think that's where cell and gene therapy has to go. I think everybody in the industry understands that. I would love maybe a little bit more from you about getting costs down, making it something that is available to everybody. Uh, can you speak to that, please? Yes, so, so definitely it is, um, um, it is uh, very well understood that there has been an expectation from cell and gene therapies, from cutting edge science 
and technologies that we've been working on over the last decade or even more to make sure that these cutting edge science and technologies bring solution to large number of patients. Obviously the proof of concept is there. It is true that cell and gene therapies could provide treatment for the patients, but how do we make this more affordable for large number of patients? And here uh, there are a wide range of um, challenges that needs to be addressed and different entities and organization needs to make uh, um, make decisions. But when it comes to CDMO, what I fundamentally believe is important is to make sure that we have the right decision. Uh, we obviously, we need to consider safety and quality of the product. But when it comes to the choice of the technology that we incorporate into our processes and analytics, we do need to consider automation. We do need to consider um, um, the choice of technologies that are helping us to move alongside clinical to commercial in a more phase appropriate manner. Um, so obviously um, using uh, computer controlled bioreactor technologies is important as I mentioned earlier, but automation it should, be, it should be considered from early on. It is um, obviously the path to, to clinical and expedited timeline is important, but when it comes to the choice of technology, we really need to uh, think to us what kind of technologies we incorporate into the process. Is the, is the technology that we use uh, commercially viable? Would we need to come back after completion of clinical and start looking for alternative technologies that potentially could be um, sort of set back or at least would require extensive evaluation and studies. So it would be fantastic early on. We rely on CDMOs and experience and technologies and, 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 and uh, also expertise to properly evaluate these innovative technologies, incorporate them. Maybe we do not, when it comes to the scaling and then optimization, we could uh, use the risk assessment to properly address and choose the parameters that need to be addressed. But then at least we set the foundation that we, we are incorporating a technologies that later on we can use the data, we can further improve, but the technology does not require a drastic change, does not require drastic change in the manufacturing or analytics, and we can pave the way for commercialization. This way, by building automation into our processes and analytics, and also, for, for instance, for the analytics, a lot of traditional analytical methods are being used for clinical application. This is great and maybe is the right um, approach when it comes to early clinical, but there might be automated technologies that we could use. We can incorporate automation, for example, for when it comes to cell handling techniques for the analytics. So there are certain decisions that can be made early on when it comes to incorporation of automated technologies. The choice of raw materials is something that uh, I would like for us to properly consider. It is true that, of course, we have uh, in some of the applications, we have cutting edge um, applications, but what kind of um, raw materials we use in the, in the application? Do we need to later change? Have we looked at the manufacturer of those 
raw materials? Do we know that those raw materials have cleared our safety and quality aspects uh, and requirements? So these are some of the decisions that needs to be at least looked at early on and build the risk assessment to essentially move to the uh, to move to the commercialization in in um in a way that it doesn't create setback and failure later on. Well, again, I think that just underlines how important it is to find a partner with experience because a lot of companies, when they're doing their research and development, they're just looking to make it work. They're not thinking how to optimize their process as they go. And that's what a partnership with an organization like Lonza can do. Um, for people who want to learn more, want to ask some questions, maybe follow up on some of the things that you've said, what is the best way for them to get in touch? Obviously, we have our Lonza website and we have appropriate uh, contact people through the website that can be reached our customer service. We do have a lot of other means that people can reach out to us. We are present, as I mentioned earlier, in the conferences and events and webinars that uh, we, uh, people could contact our technical and, co and commercial business, business team. We have also marketing and communication team that they are very active in this space and can be contacted. Well, I encourage everyone to uh, to look at the website. And of course, also when you're at conferences, uh, speak to the Lonza team. I've been really enjoying speaking with Benham and, and some of his colleagues here uh, in San Diego. And also over the years, uh, they, they really do have a presence. They know what they're talking about and they are a wealth of uh, resources to the industry. Benham, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you very much, Jeff. This, is, this was a fantastic opportunity for me to uh, communicate with our audience and look forward to further interactions and answering their questions. <laughs> Absolutely. You've been listening to another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint podcast series. I've been Jeff Mix. Let's do it again soon.